0: All right, all you safety professionals out there, thank you very much for joining Safety with Purpose. My name is Scott McKenzie. Once again, man, this platform is dedicated to you, dedicated to everybody. You can never stop learning about safety because the uh, industry changes. And bottom line, you guys are changing the world and you're just keeping us safe. It's a noble, a noble cause. So we're going to talk a little bit about moral safety compass in this episode of Safety with Purpose. So stay tuned. Yeah another quickie here it's a fast one and uh i'm always fascinated by the, the culture and this particular uh, compass is more compass because it, it gets down to uh especially with safety it's it's in the mind and it's it's education but how do you how do you infuse that culture into your organization to keep them safe that's what this is all about so anyway let's get going with the tailgate
1: tailgate talk number one
0: Okay, I'm going to shift it up a little bit. Once again, I'm going to go to um, Safety uh, Safepedia, right? And instead of just going into, I'm just going to go into guides. And I thought this was a pretty interesting guide. I'm, I'm big into checklists. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I'm big into checklists. And uh, this one caught my fancy. And it was cons- uh, the construction fall safety checklist. We're going to be doing a, a podcast with a, a gentleman uh, with a fall protection company. And... Uh, I'm always fascinated by the fact that uh, there, there's still there are uh, uh, deaths that that take place with that are fall related, because when I was a, a lineman, I'd be climbing towers and poles and all that good stuff, and uh, you just didn't hear about deaths. You didn't you didn't hear about people falling, and, and our fall protection, of course, was just a belt. And uh, I, I'm I'm always fascinated by this. But so if you go out to uh, Safopedia once again, and you look at guides, and you just sort of scroll, uh, scroll down a little bit. Construction fall safety checklist, cool stuff. Get it? It's a checklist. It's already there. You don't even have to think about it. But you definitely better deploy it. That's for doggone sure. Number two. Okay, back to the um, webinar. Right, The webinars, of course, are free, and they're on demand, and it always, uh, in, in in the spirit of height and all that stuff, when I was uh, climbing towers and poles, one of the things that we never did is uh, just sort of stand directly underneath the lineman because you just never know when a tool is going to fly down accidentally, of course, and uh, you didn't want to get clobbered on the head and a tool coming down from 200 feet, uh, it, it's going to win the battle most definitely. So here is a webinar that's brought to you by a gentleman. I'm, and I'm, I'm going to butcher his last name. I try not to, but I'm going to. Nate Bohambach. So I'm just going to go with that. Sorry about that, Nate. Product Director, um, Standard Committee for Drop Objects Solution. And this is Starting a Drop Objects Prevention Plan, the Eight Steps Guide For safety pros. So uh, go out there. That is also, once again, an on-demand free webinar. And uh, find out more because that's real important. All right, let's go. Let's start our uh, interview with Brian McWhorter. We're going to talk a little bit about the moral safety compass. Um, I mean, it's it's so important. This was a great conversation. Brian is throwing down some truth. And uh, so enjoy, as always. Thank you very much for joining Safety with Purpose. Here's Brian McWhorter. All right, welcome to the Safety with Purpose podcast. We are once again talking with Brian McWhorter. He's dialing in with some real good safety topics. And I think the last one we did was hazards versus dangers. I enjoyed that a lot. And now we're going to sort of venture into the moral safety compass.
1: Let us know what's going on about that one. Thanks, Scott. This is something that I, I kind of stumbled on when I was a safety manager for a large facility, a glass factory that uh, we had at the time a large incident rate and the corporate, the corporate office was really getting on us to turn safety around, to, to do better. And I was actually walking through the facility with a friend of mine from Europe and he noticed an employee standing on top of a piece of equipment where he shouldn't have been, you know, without any railing. And he nudged me and goes, Brian, see that employee. He goes, if that were your adult son or daughter, would you feel safe, feel good with them doing that? I go, no. He goes, well, let's, uh, if you wouldn't let an adult son or daughter do it, let's not let anyone else do it. And I thought that was so good. We use that. I literally spread that out in our safety meetings to let people know that. And it just took off like wildfire. Um, I can remember, uh, when I was, uh, a young adult with children, uh, I had my kids in the car getting ready to take them to school and I buckled their seatbelts and started to pull out without mine buckled. Again, I'm old enough to where I can remember driving before the, the law. And so I had made it a habit. And one of those
0: over here. We, we didn't have any safety belt.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just I a, remember little
0: dashboard.
1: <laughs> so one of my kids looked at me and goes, Dad, why don't you buckle your seat belt? And so he cared about me. And that's how moral safety comes. You talk to any soldier about what gives them the courage to charge the battlefield, or a fireman, the the bravery to go into a burning building. They won't tell you they're doing it for God and country. They'll tell you I'm doing it for the man on the right and the man on the left. I'm doing it for them because they'll do it for me. That's moral Compass. We protect our own, we protect the people on our team. If you think about a, a team to the individual, there are only two things that teams offer. Amplification of effort and protection. That's all teams offer the individual. So once you disregard that protection, you know, loyalty, uh, morality, trust, a lot of that is gonna slowly dissipate. We've gotta know that you know, we're, we're cared for by the group. So by doing that, uh, by us kind of creating a moral safety compass and promoting it, it had a tremendous effect on us. I'll give you another example. Uh, I'm in Texas right now, and in Texas and Kansas, we both deal with rattlesnakes. And two of the places I've worked, every now and then you'd have a rattlesnake, you know, cr- you know crawl onto the property. So I, I once asked someone and one of the workers in the factory, I go, um, well, let's see, when you find a rattlesnake, why don't you just shoot it into someone else's area? Then it's no longer your, your issue. You don't have to worry about getting bit. <laughs> and, and I've said that to a few people. and They always look at me and say something along the line of, what's wrong with you, Brian? You know, that would be mm-hmm. a horrible thing to do. Uh, that's that moral safety compass. You right. know, we would not dream of doing that, but we will disregard or ignore someone that we see in danger.
0: So let's let's uh, let's talk about the practical application. You, you, you had me at the moral safety compass uh, compass uh, statement. How does how do companies implement something like that?
1: I tell them uh, one is is a statement of you know showing that your people are truly valued and understanding those two points. Again, if if your team or group doesn't protect you, then you're not going to be loyal to them. It is that simple. Do you follow a leader that you know doesn't care about you? No. Again, we've got to know that, you know, that moral safety compass has to be there from the standpoint of what we're valued and we're going to be protected. So now we're going to look out for each other. And that plays to our human DNA. Um, I am more apt to take a risk myself than to allow someone that I care about to take a risk. So in other words, I'm liable to maybe take a guard off a piece of equipment, work on it on the fly, thinking I can get away with it. But if I see a coworker do it who's a good friend of mine, I'm going to go, hey, Bob, don't do that, man. It's not worth it for a paycheck. So now we put it on, you know what? Also, you want to be the type of person that's a good role model because you don't want to be a hypocrite. You know, they see you do it. Next time you tell them not to do it, "Ah, wait a minute. So again, that part of that role for that moral safety compass is create mm-hmm. that standard
0: see what's interesting about what you're talking about is the fact that when, when in our last podcast I talked about the signs right safety number 1 this is truly a powerful humanizing uh motivation for safety and when you when you bring it down to your kids would you allow your kids to do that that's different that touches the soul that is something powerful as opposed to and and the leadership aspect of it, and being able to follow that leader, if that leader doesn't have my best interest at heart, which is my family and so on, then why would I? That's yeah, absolutely. real important. That's, I love that. I love that approach. I think it's powerful. I think it's very yeah,
1: powerful. It truly is. Yeah, it's something that I would encourage all companies to really promote. Because like you said, this this is the human side of safety.
0: Human. Yeah, and we talk about it all day long there, Brian. We talk about, I want to go home and be with my family, and that's why I want to be safe. But do we, we just, do we just say that because it's the thing to say, or do we really believe it in our hearts and in our minds that there's this moral component to our safety? And I, I, I venture to say, yeah, that's the yeah. human side. I hope I got that. Did I get that point on? (laughs) I I was pretty passionate about that one, man. Because I've been around a lot of things, and uh, this one really resonates quite powerfully. I like
1: it. If if you and I are, you know, I'm getting to know you, Scott. If you and I are working together in an area, and um, hopefully if if you see me start to, you know, do something this dangerous, you're going to say, hey, Brian, man, it's not worth it. Don't do that. And right, it's, like
0: eating a hamburger because that's about as dangerous as
1: we're going to get. <laughs> 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 Holding my coffee cup well so I don't drop right. myself in.
0: Don't burn yourself on the coffee. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> uh, no, those because it's a young young person's sport. You know this this uh, working out in the field, and boy, you yeah. better be safe. Yeah, absolutely. Put it in your heart. All right, enough of that. I really appreciate it, Brian. I got pretty passionate about that one. You're listening to Safety with Purpose. We were talking about that moral safety compass. Think about it. Implement it. Figure it out. And be that leader in there that uh, demonstrates that moral compass of safety and humanize the activity. That is very important. Very good. Are we on it? All right. Our next podcast with Brian McWhorter will be the three levels of safety. And... Once again, you listen to this podcast, download that information because this is just a little snippet of information, a safety information that'll be found in those documents, those attached documents. So thank you very much for joining. We will be back with another great topic with Brian McWhorter. As an industrial professional myself, I was always passionate about sales, marketing, branding, expanding the marketplace for my company. That's what the Industrial Talk platform is all about. It's about you, the industrial company, the industrial professional, and your legacy. Increasing sales, gaining greater exposure on what you do and how you and your company changes the world. Go out to industrialtalk.com. That's industrialtalk.com. Contact me. Let's have a conversation to see how we can work with you on improving your bottom line and that you can be a part of an ever-growing network of industrial companies focused on expanding and growing and leaving a legacy. I hope to hear from you soon and be safe out there. All right, thank you very much for joining Safety with Purpose. That was Brian McWhorter again. We were talking Moral Safety Compass. That's Moral Safety Compass. Go out to Safety with Purpose. Download the information that you need to create that Moral Safety Compass within your organization as well as all the other stuff that you can find out on Safopedia.com. It's all there. It's free. I mean, it it, it can't be any better than that, right? I love it. And uh, if you are interested, once again, for uh, expanding your business, growing your business, bringing in opportunities, That is the answer for you is of course, industrialtalk.com. Go out there, reach out to them. Of course, there are some answers out there to help you uh, create that legacy. And then finally, um, thank you. Thank you once again for the work that you do. Safety individuals, safety professionals, the commitment that you take within the organization, a changing the world. You're keeping us safe. It's a very noble profession. And, and for me personally, safety Thank you very much, as well as everybody who is listening out there. If you want to be a safety professional, I'm telling you, reach out to some of these individuals that are there. They're going to give you the guidance. It's a great cause. Anyway, uh, thank you very much. Stay safe, and thank you for joining Safety with Purpose podcast. We're going to continue to bring out some great interviews. Take care. Be safe.